This is Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. Today's Friday, March 17th, 2023. Happy St. Patrick's Day for everyone who celebrates. I'm in my Portland, Maine studio, and joining me by phone all the way from my hometown of Cape Elizabeth is Tim Thompson, the vice chair of the seven-member Cape Elizabeth Housing Diversity Study Committee. Welcome, Tim Thompson. Welcome, Cynthia, and happy St. Patrick's Day to you. (laughs) Well, thanks very much for uh, joining me uh, today. And just for starters, uh, you're here as the vice chair of the Housing Diversity Study Committee, but you're not speaking for the committee, right? You're just here individually. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you made that distinction. I'm. I'm. uh, I'm here uh, as as a member, as vice chair, but not speaking for the committee. Well. For people in Cape Elizabeth, you need no introduction, but for listeners maybe outside the state of Maine, why don't you tell us first a little bit about yourself? Well, I moved to Cape Elizabeth in uh, 1986, um, had five children here that ended up going through all of our school systems and benefited greatly from the great school system we have. Uh, I've been very interested in our town and uh, and how well it's run for all those years. Uh, participated in different committees over the years. I was on the school building committee for over five years. Uh, and then just as I built this new school building committee, decided I, I was already on the housing and diversity committee and I, and I, wanted, to, I wanted to give that committee the due time um, for all the important work that we need to do for our town. Um, and so why don't, but, tell me now, please, uh, what, what is the Housing Diversity Study Committee, what, what's the purpose of that committee? Well, the town council has put together our committee. Um, and and part of, I guess I should also mention that I spent several years uh, building the most recent comprehensive plan for Cape Elizabeth, and I, I was actually the chair of that committee, and I think we did a great job putting that comprehensive plan together. One of the objectives that came out of the comprehensive plan is that we wanted to study how in Cape Elizabeth, moving forward, could we come up with housing that would assist our older citizens that wanted to stay in town but wanted to downsize. There's not a lot of housing available for that. We wanted to see if we could assist young families that wanted to move into this town that, again, they're so attracted to our town. One of the reasons is our great school system but it was difficult for them to find housing to move into our town to get started. And, and then the third objective of the comprehensive plan was to, to see if we could do more in helping to generate some housing that could be utilized for our workforce, our teachers, our firefighters, our police state, all the people that work in the town, maybe down at the Viking. Uh, and out of that, we, we had a strong recommendation to the town council that they move together with a, forward with a study that study finally, or that committee and that study was put together uh, and was uh, that housing diversity study came out in September of 22 to help the town identify uh, more what the, what the issue is. And they came up with some recommendations. After that was put together, they put together the committee and we're moving forward with, as a committee, trying to come up, look into this even further what are the issues? How can we find some land? The biggest challenge we're having right now is Cape Elizabeth is considered a mature community when it comes to being built out. There are not, we're finding that there is not a lot of land available to do some housing development here. 
So that's that's proving to be one of the biggest challenges. Um, but uh, and that's what we're in the process now of we're we're going to put together a survey for the community uh, to find out what does the community want to do. What's the community? How much is the community willing to change? Uh, how Cape Elizabeth has been put together over the last decades uh, to provide for maybe some changes in how uh, properties can de- be developed and housing can be uh, made available. And are you pleased with how the process is rolling out? So far, um, I think the best word for me would be, I'm used to getting things done. Uh, I don't like to be on committees that just meet and meet and meet and, and don't get a lot of traction. Um, right now, I'm kind of beginning to feel that way a little bit. Um, we've had one hiccup after the other uh, from a technology standpoint to getting an e- you know, finding a location in this town that we can actually have the meetings. Reco- I'm a strong believer that any committee of this importance uh, should be recorded. Absolutely. So that, I mean, that's. Citizens can't come and see us in the middle of the winter. They'd like to be able to look at it on CETV or maybe even have the privilege of watching us live. Well, it what really. The, one it, of the things, that technology is there. Everybody I know. Zooming, and uh, we should be able to do that easier. Well, what's frustrating, I think, for a lot of people, too, is that we're spending this money on these consultants who come up and basically just, it seems like, take notes. And. And so if we can't watch the meeting, I don't know, I just, uh, I'm a little frustrated with the committee. The, the, it seems like there's a lot of presentations of information that so many of us already know. You know what I mean? Like, we just know that we need affordable housing. I just feel like we did. Oh. Well, the, house, the housing diversity study itself, we spent $45,000 on that study. And now maybe because I've been so involved and was so involved with the comprehensive plan, there was nothing in here that I didn't already know or couldn't have been easily put together for us for less than $45,000. As a matter of fact, some of the, one of the goals that they came up with to build up to 400, their aggressive goal was to build 450 450 houses over the next 10 years. We haven't, we haven't averaged 20 houses in total over the last 10 years. When you say so, when you say their goal, you mean the uh, the the writers of the study. The writers, the, the the folks that we paid forty five thousand yeah. dollars to put this together. One of the frustrations I came I came away. I was frustrated. They gave us a goal that's uh, in my mind so far from what I've seen is unattainable. Yeah. So four hundred and fifty. Why, why start with a goal that you can't achieve? Yeah, I I I, I agree. I mean, the the goal setting is just sort of preposterous. So. Is in terms of the affordable housing issue has been a political football in our community. I feel we've been unfairly maligned in the press for rejecting the Dunham Court proposal. So many people, though, are working really hard. Would you say that you are pro-affordable housing in Cape Elizabeth? Well, what I would say is I am definitely very, whether you call it affordable housing or just additional housing to meet those three areas that we talked about. Older, with the comprehensive plan laid out, helping older families that want to downsize and stay in Cape, helping young families that want to be able to afford to find a way to get into this town, and then also a focus on our workforce, helping them find a, a, a way to live in this town that they work in. Uh, now, whether that's affordable, uh, what we're trying to focus on is that 80% of the uh, 
uh, average minimum income that uh, that that helps our workforce and that's what I'm what I'm really focused on well so I, I, I'm very, very definitely in favor of, of making more affordable housing in this town than what we have um, that's clearly a need that we've got to address well one one thing I think that's it's good is that is that um, the new state law as controversial as it is and I know that you and I may differ on whether or not LD 2003 is a good idea or not but one thing that I think we might agree on is that the definition of affordable housing development was modified when the when the legislation first came out they really used the definition of low-income housing to be affordable housing now it is defined as that 80 percent which I think really makes it so much more um, I don't know user-friendly in communities around Portland where if you have a low-income eligibility cap in a town where all the workforce makes more than that then you're really not building workforce housing so I, I I'm, ho- I'm hopeful that this, wh- what do you think is going to come out of this housing committee, though? For somebody like myself who is working on the issue before the committee and probably working on the issue after the committee, what can we hope for for actual deliverables? Well, I think if we can find land, which is right now our biggest uh, hurdle, uh, and I, I know, you know, just our, in our most recent meeting, I, I I very strongly tried to, we, we put a motion together to study the Goldcrest property. Uh, it, it seems to, to be a, a piece of property in town that could be part of the solution. And for whatever reason, we've gotten significant pushback on that to just even study it. Well, I, in our, yeah. In our, in our February meeting, if you, if you had a chance to look at that, where we had Matt uh, Sturgis, our, our town manager came to that meeting and he couldn't have been more encouraging for us to come forward with a request for a feasibility study. So we well, thought in our, in our that the next meeting we'd go ahead and do that, but we got pushback on that. And well, that's what I'm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to have an education. So what we're talking about right now is my idea of not my idea, but the thing that I've been working on is this community housing, and the idea being that the town of Cape Elizabeth owns land within the Gullcrest parcel that was once part of the Jordan Estate that could be developed for affordable housing because it's in the RA district that already allows multiplex housing. And if we found 10 acres of suitable land, we wouldn't have to go through the torturous process of amending the zoning law. And we could do something with a higher density because of the new state law. So what I'm hope I, I, I'm really, I'm going to keep working on this because I'm not going to, it's a good idea and it has legs and so many people in the community support it, but it is frustrating that there is this pushback to even study it when, like you said, the town manager was basically saying, I will fund a feasibility study. So well, I, I'm not going to give up on that. I'm going to, I'm going to try to address that again. Um, because the motion failed three to three because it wasn't, I don't expect Victoria Volant to support it, but I'm hopeful that some members of the committee who might not be as educated on the issue of community housing might have just thought, well, this is going too fast. So we need to slow down and educate them on why it is very reasonable to do a feasibility study to see if there's a 10-acre parcel. And I'm just hopeful that the, the concept of community housing gets in the survey so that all the people I've been talking to, I mean, you know, a lot of people know what I'm talking about and would respond in a survey to the idea of community housing. So you know, hopefully, I mean, I'll be really discouraged if, if 
the Housing Diversity Committee doesn't at least include a question about that in the survey. Do you think there's any reason to think that that wouldn't it even make the survey? No, I think it'll make the survey, and I think it'll eventually, after we get through, um, maybe it'll take another meeting or, or two, but eventually it's going to become clearer and more um, evident that if not something like that, <clears throat> then where? I know. If, really, if you really want to even try to target the moderate goal of 200, um, that could be easily... Uh, that could easily be uh, maybe half of our 200 right there. Yeah. Uh, but it, if not there, then when? If not there, uh, there then where? Um, well, my, my feeling I, is that, you know... We begin to challenge them more and more. All right. So the Cape Land Trust has told us they can't come up with anything. Their, their guidelines and rules and regulations, they can't provide us with anything. You know, basically in that same meeting, the town manager, at the end of the meeting, he said, uh, you know, there really aren't a lot. He, he basically came right out and said there really aren't a lot of other options in town that the town owns. Yeah, so, so, uh, but we'll find some space. I'm confident that we will. I think eventually it's going to become just, uh, 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 you know, that's going to be the key, though. But here we are. Okay, we're going to have one more meeting in March, and then we're on to April. We're we got to get a survey put together. The survey is now not going to be probably coming back till June or July. We have to provide them with a. Our our uh, final paper in yeah. September, so we got to get moving. I know. I I really hope there's. I hope that the um, the work um, increases its pace in terms of just actual practical steps. But you know, in my in my view, there's no reason why um, some of these housing ideas, even if they're, you know, the the community housing idea, it's one idea that we can do without changing any laws. So why don't we just do that while we're doing other stuff like I, I hope some people think we have to wait and wait and wait and wait until we have the answer when I just don't know if there is the answer I think there's going to be little opportunities along the way to address the needs that you said it like you know that were set out in the comprehensive plan but I, I'm wondering do you think that lingering in the committee is a little bit of the divisiveness around the Dunham court is that some of like bitterness related to that project that maybe is preventing people from having an open mind to other solutions? Or do you think that, that that's water under the bridge? Well, I think there's probably still some some feelings, even though that Dunham project went down, how long ago was that? I know, uh, it's over a year. I mean, if we, we quickly put together the petitions to oh, quickly override significantly and push that those four ordinances from being changed back. The town council then delayed the actual vote on that for over a year. I know. So we didn't actually vote on that till November. All this time we could have been studying this. This housing diversity committee could have been put together in the meantime. But, uh, uh, you know, so I think people are there. So there still is some lingering feeling about that. Uh, people wanted to have that uh, apartment. Uh, you know, apartments now, is a, they're very careful not to use that word apartments. Cape clearly is not crazy about the idea of a big uh, Hampton Inn-style apartment building next to the town hall. <laughs> yeah. But but all my all the people I talk about in town, they are interested in those three areas: the older the older families, the younger families, the workforce people. They want to definitely come up with some ideas, and we need to start moving some ideas forward because I think people are getting frustrated 
with the lack of movement, because uh, this really goes back, like you say, about a year and a half uh, from the time that the town council uh, had had uh, tried to make those. Well, they did. They passed those four ordinances to to uh, spot zone the ability of Zan to put that uh, apartment building in. So well, clearly, cu- that's not something we want. But I think there's other great ideas that we can come up with some affordable housing in this town. I'll be curious to see tomorrow. Saturday, March 18th, 2023, in Cape Elizabeth, if, you know, anyone from the Town Council or Housing Committee shows up for the site walk where a proposed, you know, the community housing proposal is, it, just for listeners who may be interested, tomorrow at 9 a.m., we're going to meet in the parking area for the Town Farm Trail, which is off of Spurwink Ave. It's a dirt parking lot. Uh, and then we cross the street, go into uh, the Gullcrest, kind of behind the water district, and just walk along there. That's that's the land where it is zoned for, it's an RA zone, and it's z- multiplex housing is allowed, which is a type of multifamily housing that we already have in Cape Elizabeth, as example by the Colonial Village. So this is right across the Spurwink River from the Colonial Village. Multiplex housing is allowed. We're going to take a walk, and just because... I, I just think it's it's an idea with legs, and I hope other people show up. Are in terms of other concrete ideas, have there been any other concrete ideas that have kind of come to the surface that some of your committee members are latching onto, like um, the infill lots or? Well, well, first of all, I am. I don't know how many members of the committee are coming, but I'm going to come, and I suspect it'll be a little wet, so I'm going to be wearing my boots. But, but even though I've lived in this town since 1986, I don't really know that piece of property. I've obviously I've been to the, the transfer station many, many times, and I'm familiar with some of the land around it. But from what I understand, there's, there could potentially be as many as 10 very uh, good acres up there that something could be done. And maybe something like the Colonial Village. Exactly. And that, that is, if you look at the housing diversity study, you know all the different examples that they give us of what we could be considering that's one of the ones we're looking at so i'm excited about seeing it um walking that with you um and so i'd certainly encourage not only the committee but i'd love to see some of the members of our community there Um, as far as the other ideas i know this this meeting that's coming up on the 20th is we're going to be looking at uh we're going to get some additional information on the infill lots. Oh, good. Um, so I, I think there there could be some additional information coming forward uh, on, on that. But so far, uh, most of these other solutions we're talking about are onesies and twosies and maybe a three threeplex somewhere. Uh, I know LD2003 is making it easier in some of our neighborhoods to do some of those things. If that actually takes place, uh, goes in, I mean, it's scheduled to go into force July 1. Uh, we're hopeful that there could be some modifications to that. But uh, but those are not, th- these 10 acres could, as I said earlier, these, these could be, that could be 100 units of our solution. Uh, and yeah. from what I can see, there's trails that would make it easy to walk to the school, walk to the town center. Um, Infrastructure I'm, right I'm there. To yeah. Take a look at that and see what that what the potential is there. Well, I'm so excited that you're going to join us tomorrow, Tim. That's great. I, I'm really I'm happy about that. Um, just one last quick question, and then I'll let you go. Um, the word diversity is is something that you know has different meanings to different 
people. Is is the work of your committee to encourage a more like diverse population in Cape Elizabeth in terms of race or ethnicity, that sort of thing, or is it diversity in terms of different types of housing? It's 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 mostly focused right now on different types of housing. Uh, I don't think there's any any of our work we've done so far would have any. Uh, would all of our work is totally open to any race race or ethnicity. Uh, I think if if we can continually focus on our charge and our charge is again I hate to continually uh, repeat what I've already said, but those three areas where the the uh, comprehensive plan asks us to focus on that older couple that wants to downsize that young family that wants to move here and very importantly we hear more and more our workforce they would they can't afford to live in town they'd like to be able to live in town and if we can if we can provide some solutions on that if we can hit those three items those three areas i think our, our committee will have uh, gone a long way towards achieving our goals. Well, Tim Thompson, uh, is there anything else you would like to add before I let you go? No. Uh, the, I, the one last thing I'd like to add, Cynthia, is just I really encourage people to try to try to get involved in this. Come to our meetings. We're getting the technology worked out where they're going to be live, they're going to be on CETV, they're going to be recordable, but try to pay attention. We usually have an ad in the paper. Uh, we've had some flyers around town, but I, I need and want more community involvement in this. And if, if, uh, if I can get that message out uh, with your help, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Do you th- I, I said that was my last question, but now I actually have another question. Because the surveying done by the Comprehensive Plan Committee was so comprehensive and good, are, and you were in charge of that, are you confident that the survey that you're going to put together on the Housing Committee is going to be equally effective in actually capturing the mood and the preferences and the, um, you know, ideas of, of the community? Well, interesting, and that is a good last question. Uh, I was a little surprised, and I think I think it's, it's going to be money well spent, but I thought part of our, uh, the, the folks that we have hired to help us, the, with the, there are our staff coming up from Virginia, we're going to uh, assist in, and actually help put that survey together. Uh, in one of our more recent meetings, we've actually voted to spend up to additional $30,000 to have some help on putting that survey together and getting that out. So I think the survey, although I'm not crazy about spending another $30,000, we're now up to $120,000 we're now spending on this. But I think the survey is going to be good. Um, it's going to, I think we're going to take a multi-pronged uh, approach to it, paper in the mail, uh, the ability to, to get emails. I think they're going to maybe even do some phone calling. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to see. I'd like to see a, a large. Uh, I'd like to see a, a big response uh, from the town. So I, I do think that survey is going to tell us a lot. Where do they want to take this town as far as uh, this uh, housing uh, diversity uh, is concerned? Well, Tim Thompson, thanks again, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Take care. <laughs>